Doc Manson at Doc Manson DC Matthews at the DC Matthews this is the list hi this is Manson welcome to our show yes the beginning of episode two of the list reconciliation it, we had so much fun and had so much movement, we had to make a second edition of it. Uh, a little housekeeping. First of all, Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Hello! DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Um, to answer Danielle's email, I went through the May Young Classic. There were some names. I think what I did, if I could remember who they were, I wrote them down. <laughs> if I could not remember who they were, I didn't. And so I went down and fixed that. And added the names. So when we go to actually add new names to the list, all members of the May Young Classic will be included. So what was the name of the person she specifically was talking about? Raina Gonzalez. I don't know who that is. She's the one who was cowboy. She had like, like a like thing on her face and she wore a cow. Jillian Hall? No, not that kind of thing on her face. Oh. All right. Well, I don't know. But we'll get there when we get there. For now, we're reconciling. What do you want to reconcile? We've done we've done some changes. We've moved some things around. Doc Manson, ever the scientist, suggested that we do this methodically, kind of going ten by ten, rather than just jumping all over. Yeah. So, um, so not to say we can't break out if something strikes our fancy. And, and we have emails from Che and Mitchell and Brandon that we will take in, we will take some looking at. So, we've already done the top ten. John mm-hmm. Cena, Scott Hall, Kevin Owens, Roddy Piper, Christopher Daniels, Ricky Steamboat, Vader, The Great Muda, Jeff Jarrett, and... Roman Reigns, the tenth greatest wrestler of all time. I'll give it to you, because I think I denied it to you the last time you did that. That's a pretty good rendition of his theme song. Thank you. Yeah. Do you want to start 11 through 20? I think so. Currently at number 11, Chavo Guerrero Jr. 12, JBL. 13, Road Dog, Jesse James. 14, Mil Mascaras. 15, Chris Benoit. 16, Mae Young. 17, Bam Bam Bigelow. 18, Greg Valentine. 19, Bull Nakano. 20, Sasha Banks. Has therapy caused you... Not your therapy. Has Sasha Banks being in therapy caused you to reevaluate her and want to move her up the list? I uh, I didn't see her therapy, so... The best part of that was that they brought back Dr. Shelby. Agreed. I didn't see it, but I agree that's the best part of it. Only one name strikes me on this list. I'd also like to point out, though. Yeah. Sasha Banks yeah. and Bailey yeah. sort of just haven't been getting along for a long time. And they were forced to go to counseling. Braun Strowman destroys vehicles, turns over ambulances, pulls down scaffolding, ruins people's personal vehicles. I think no this, counseling for I, Braun Strowman. I think this needs to become a weekly segment. Is fun time with Doctor Shelby and various people who have issues, like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn never had to go to therapy. Right? Why not? Anyway. Um, one name strikes me. We have decided. Is it Chris Benoit? No, but there's an email that addresses that. Oh. Um, you Mil- first, though. Mil Mascaris. Okay. I feel like he falls into the Antonio Inoki, Pero Aguayo. I've never, the only time I saw him wrestle was like the one or two times he showed up in WWF as part of like the Mexican exchange program. Um, we, we is ran- that the name of a faction? That existed, no, but or? how amazing would it be? In TNA, TNA totally could have had something called Mexican Exchange Connect Program, and I would totally believe that existed. MEP! And they had LAX, which is almost... You can almost the Latin American Exchange. Yeah, so I'm just... Yeah. Anyway. Um, um, so I would say we should take him off the list. Completely. I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't know who that is, so if you're saying he comes off the list... I'm all down. No mask rushes off the list, moving Farouk into the top 20. That seems fair. Now, here's the thing I wanted to talk about. I alluded to it already. And maybe you want to read an email, um, see where it goes. But I think we should consider Chris Benoit, because he is an excellent wrestler. He was probably one of, in, in, in my opinion, one of the greatest technical wrestlers of all time. Absolutely. Um, however, if... 
and we, we sort of talked about this on part one of the list, Fabulous Moolah is currently at the bottom of this list. There's an email about that, too. For reasons. And I'm not sure that Chris Benoit can escape that same scrutiny, if that's how we're going to do things. I would think that's more reflective of Moolah than, than Benoit. What do you mean? Well, A, the Moolah thing came to light while we were recording. If we were doing the show in 2008, eight, nine, whatever, the Benoit incident happened. Yeah. Like, 10 years has kind of, I won't say softened, but caused us to reflect a little differently. Yeah. So there is an email, Mitchell, part of Mitchell's email, which I will read despite the fact that he may or may not be part of the Patreon, patreon.com slash DDT Wrestling. He has a wife now and kids. So do I. I got, well, I don't have kids. He's got kids. He's got, does he have kids? I don't know. It just sounds good. He, just got he has responsibilities. He's got to pay that mouse. So, Che disagrees with you. Che actually wants us to move Benoit. Benoit should move above JBL. Benoit, blatant controversy aside, was one of the best wrestlers of a generation. Yeah, but JBL's a wrestling god, so... JBL was a good acolyte and tag team wrestler who got lucky at a time when Rock, Austin, Brock, and Goldberg had left. Triple H and Sean were on the other show and gave Vince some good financial advice. It pains my eyes to see JBL as high as number 13. Well, sorry, Che, because he's number 12 now. (laughs) Where do you fall on this? I'm happy with Benoit where he is. I understand that some people cannot put what happened aside. You are totally entitled to that opinion. I can. So I do think that perhaps Moolah should be higher. Now granted... While I've seen more matches of hers than I have of Mil Mascaras, she is one of those wrestlers of another generation. However, if we say that, we also need to move Mae Young. Like, if we got rid of Moolah off the list entirely. I don't think we're going to get rid of her entirely. And I, I guess we do probably need to separate that and reconcile her standing on this list. So, um, but I personally we... don't feel like we need to move Benoit down. Okay, so that said, let's then go back to, I think, Mitchell's email. Is there a possibility of moving him up? Because this is Che's email. No, oh, I'm sorry. What, what did Mitchell have to say? That Mitchell was has Mula? to talk about Mula. Okay. Um, he legitimately is perhaps the greatest technical wrestler of all time, and there are good there are good points made about his standing versus JBL. We really shouldn't. Uh-huh. You're right. Uh, <laughs> um, the problem is, I don't... I think luck is perfectly fine to factor into it. Okay. But, but... You can make a case that many of the wrestlers on this list... I'm not just talking about the luck, though. I'm talking about the skill. da 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 Oh, that's so good. da 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 If you wanted to move... Chris Benoit, head of the Road Dog, who, while an excellent talker, doesn't really bring a lot else to the party. I'm fine with that. Like, I'm, I'm not going to go crazy with Chris Benoit here, but I do think there, in, there is a place in this world right now, I think, where he could legitimately be number 11 on this list. He could be above Chava Guerrero, JBL, and the Road. JBL. And I think it, I think the difference is what do people value about the performers? Mm-hmm. Um, JBL, in his time, was the heel in WWE. Sure, let's back that, anyways. I would argue. Now, granted, this is during my lost years, but I would argue maybe even above Triple H on Raw. I'm sure Triple H doesn't see it that way, but. You know. Chris Benoit, I love Chris Benoit. Uh-huh. But his biggest crowning moment, he's standing in the ring with Eddie Guerrero. He was never the face. He headlined that show. He did. 
That was WrestleMania 20, right? JBL has had shows. He was Daniel Bryan before they ever dreamed of doing it with Daniel Bryan. Like, it's the exact same story. Correct. Um, Yeah. I mean, okay. Road Dog? Happy to move him up one spot. Now, if we want to talk, I about, love the road dog. Now, if we want to talk about moving JBL and Benoit above Chavo, we can have that conversation. He is a wrestling guy. Truthfully, truthfully, huh? do I think Chris Benoit belongs to be higher on this place than JBL? Probably. I don't know though. But I, I love. I remember being in that arena. When JBL's music hit, and I was the only person I could see in my entire section, which means your entire section, <laughs> that was cheering. I wasn't cheering? I, well, maybe we were the only group in that. He was, he took, he took a, being an acolyte, being Justin Hawk Bradshaw, being Blackjack Bradshaw, and all of a sudden, I love when a wrestler completely changes everything about them. No, you're right. He did that. The look changed. The the style changed. The whole thing changed. He, you know, it was like in the Attitude Era when all of a sudden wrestlers could become more of who they actually were. All of a sudden, we realized this redneck acolyte is a wrestling god and can talk. Yeah. So. Well. So I. Say, I think I'm focusing now on the road dog thing. Which is fine. I'll stop. I'll get off my JBL. I'll get out of my JBL limo with the horns on the front. But in all fairness, like I don't necessarily think the reconciliation needs to be about, you know, fixing one or two spots. I see, that's true. Again, we're we're in the ballpark, right? But overall, I guess I would value Chris Benoit's contributions higher than Road Dog. Personally, I think Chris Benoit makes perfect sense at thirteen. Road Dog makes perfect sense at fourteen. Yeah. All right. Um, do we want to address, because Mitchell does talk about Moolah. Do we want to go there? Or we might we... as well. All right, so switching over. There's more that Che has to say, but I'm just going to jump around here. Jump jump around. Jump around. Uh, um, I don't know anything that comes after that. That's awesome. So Mitchell talks about a bunch of different wrestlers. So here's his piece on the fabulous Moolah. This Moolah. is my final one. It was more of an add-on for some perspective than one of the actual ones I was super concerned with. I get entirely why you would all want to put Mula at the very bottom, considering the heinous things that she did. As you all have kept coming back with Del Rio, sometimes you have to take how you feel about an individual's personal choices out of it and look strictly at the character and accomplishments. When I look at Mula, who is essentially the Bruno Sammartino of women's wrestling, and she's just at the bottom of the list when her contemporary Mae Young is in the top 20, I can tell we're just lying to ourselves. At the same time, I understand that what Moolah did far outweighs anything Del Rio ever did. And the horrible things Benoit did were an anomaly at the end rather than just a rule for his personality. Great point. I think we made that point initially. So here's what I'm suggesting. Yeah. Either Moolah is moved up the list, accepting her accomplishments for what they were, while still being realistic about what a horrible human being she was, putting her somewhere in the 40s, or... Her acts in her personal life disqualify her from being ranked, and she is omitted entirely. Which to me makes sense than lying to ourselves and pretending that all of those 206 other people had better careers than her. But that's just me. I understand why you made the decision you did, and I get it if you disagree with me. Mitchell, I disagree with you. Not really. Actually, I think it's in keeping with a decision we made on part one of the reconciliation, where we talked about separating the performers from like their contributions to the companies, it's sort of the reverse of that, right? But we're not talking about Jeff Jarrett as the owner of TNA or Antonio Inogi no longer on the list as the founder of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Similarly, you know, just like with Benoit, separating that out, we probably just... We have to be honest and separate that out because otherwise the ranking system, maybe this is what he means by lying to ourselves, the ranking system that we're constructing, while completely, you know, <laughs> um, subjective to our point of view, the rules break down if, if we are applying different yes. rules just to one person. So here's my thing. When you talk about her being the San Martino, she was women's champion for 28 years, but I'm pretty sure that through most of that 28 years, there was not a women's division. Right. She just happened to 
be the champion in between. Like, that's like saying that whomever was the last hardcore champion has been holding that belt this entire time. Yeah. So, I mean, and also one of the reasons that I've heard, maybe you can tell me about this, and this is not necessarily Fabus Mula, but I've heard that, like, the reason why Bruno San Martino was able to you know, have as long of a reign as he did was because the wrestling business was different back then. There was not television every week. You were maybe defending that championship no. once and it was a, a ter- year. He was, he was a territory system. He was the champion of the Northeast. So this working class... I'm a, I can't tell you. I'm assuming it's an Italian guy and a guy. Goes around to New York... Maybe Sicilian because the Italians and Sicilians would be very upset about getting that confused. Italian-born American professional wrestler. So he goes around to the Northeast to all of these Italian-American hotbeds. Yeah. Faces the resident villain. Yep. And wins. Right. Great. Philadelphia's going to love that. Pittsburgh's going to love that. New York's going to love that. Boston's going to love that. Did he go to Florida? Not sure. Did he go to Los Angeles and do it over there? Have no idea. I'm pretty sure he was the regional champion back in the regional territory. And is it, do you think the only reason why we remember his accomplishments is because New York WWE won the territory wars? Possibly. They're, you know, we're not talking about Vern Gagne, despite the fact that he might have been the Bruno San Martino of the AWA up in the Midwest. Mm, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. It, I do think, and that's the you know, history is written by the winners. Mm. It's one of the first things they tell you in any college-level history class is you have to always be looking at something through, okay, what do these people want us to know about what they did? Um, so going back to Mula, I, I'm fine with either option, truthfully. If we want to take her off the list completely... I think we should rank her. I do... Th- okay. So, 40 right now is Fandango. Okay, so here's the thing, though. Uh, have, have, we, have we ranked Bruno San Martino yet? In fact, I guess the conversation we just had put a thought into my head. While, you know, these are great accomplishments, these long reigns, and, and they're certainly in the history books for these things, are, are, they, are these reigns really a basis for high-ranking... Like, Bruno San Martino is not going to be number one on this list just because he's the longest-reigning champion recognized on the books. He is on the list of picks. Right. To make sure I did. But realistically, I'm just saying the same thing about Fabulous Mula here. Well, okay, she's got that 28 year accomplishment, which, I mean, obviously no one is ever going to topple because that's yeah. it, that's barely even a real record. No. Really. I don't count it as a record. So that's why when everyone's like, oh, the Fabulous Mula, the Fabulous Mula, I'm like, I get it. She was a big star yeah. in an era where they didn't have a lot not, of big stars. I'm not trying to necessarily undercut her accomplishments, right? You could do that with anybody. Yeah, they take away everything good they did, of course. I mean, yeah, I get that that's sort of yeah. a way you could interpret my argument. But because of how long ago these records were set, how important are they? How, where, I mean, this is, I can't really ask you this question, but I'd like you to ponder it. Don't answer it. Sure. Where would you rank Bruno San Martino on this list? Is he a top ten talent, or is he lower than that? He's low. I said, don't answer it. Oh. <laughs> but I have uh, still. Let me just say because we're not actually ranking him. You know what I mean? So, okay. So that said, concretely, I guess we look. So Mitchell, the, quest, the question. The question is, where do we rank? So I'm saying he said in the 40s. 40 is Fandango. 50 is Haku. Yeah, I mean, is Fabulous Mula better than Christy Hemi at 41? I don't think so. No. <laughs> I can't say it with a straight face. Christy Hemi was so bad. She's a terrible wrestler. I can't believe you've allowed her to be in the 40s on this list. I, I go for it. So I don't think Sunny is going to pop up on this list because she wasn't a wrestler. Mm. But I'm if she did... I would make a strong case for her because she was a vital part of some vital moments (laughs) in my teenage life. I see. Okay. So, you know, so if you have a similar feeling to Christy Hemme, despite the fact that Christy Hemme was around while we lived together. (laughs) Look, I was going through some changes and it was very important at that time. So, no. So I like Christy Hemi there. Um, uh, so again, is the fabulous Mueller better than Fandango at forty? 
She is not. I don't. Yes. I would have. I I was thinking about it. Okay. No. Yes. I don't know. So it all depends how you want to how you want to weight the historical impact. Okay. Don't where wait. where hold on a second. Where is May Young? Twenty ish. May Young is at fifty. Because May Young was power bombed through a table by Bubba Ray Dunn. Hell yeah, she was. So Abyss is currently at thirty. Is the fabulous Moolah better than Abyss? I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Well, which means that your answer is yes. Not necessarily. I just don't like ranking these people. And it's not fair having to judge them. What do you mean, these people? <laughs> Where's Farouk? <laughs> um, yeah. Ah, gosh. Now, we could say, because Mitchell argues for somewhere in the 40s. Here's the other thing. Outside of, outside of the 28-year thing, outside of... Knowing she was the sidekick to Mae Young in their nineties, you know, throughout yeah. their appearances on WWE. Well, that's the thing. I don't know Mae anything Young about was Fabulous. the sidekick who got over because she did more. Like right. Fabulous Moolah was the she is the first women's wrestler most people think of because in many cases she was the only wrestler that many okay. people think of. But so, yeah, I mean, I honestly think of Mae Young as being the one. Yeah, well, I'm not familiar with Fabulous Moolah. I could go through her accomplishments if we wanted to spend that kind of time doing that. I don't think we do. So, part of me just be like, like, okay, I like Haku. But if we want to say, Fabulous Moolah is at 50. And we're just going to leave it there. Is that arbitrary, though? Yes. <laughs> but you like Haku better than Fabulous Moolah? I like all of the... That's the thing. I like Waylon Mercy better than like Fabulous Moolah. That's another email we're going <laughs> Somebody talks about Waylon Mercy, you know what I mean? So, but again, like I, I think we just need to pick. So, what I'm saying is, okay, I'm just picking a random one. 57, Tori Wilson. I mean, I was, I was actually looking at 56, Bob Orton, and I was like, I'm feeling like the Fine. same sort of. Okay, I would even say 55, Dutch Mantel, aka Zeb Coulter. Yeah, that puts her well below Heidenreich. Right. She's not going above Heidenreich. <laughs> okay. Fabulous Moolah. We will accept that our ranking... And again, I mean, the weird thing about Fabulous Moolah is, and this is really what I just said, maybe she'll come up on another reconciliation show. I'm happy with this placement now. But ultimately, I don't... I'm not familiar with her enough to want to put her higher. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I've watched plenty of Moolah matches because she wrestled in her 60s and 70s, which is admirable. Sure. But I, neither of us are familiar with her in her prime, which is why we didn't rank Antonio Inoki or Mel Mascaris or yeah. Caro Aguayo or any of them. But I feel like she was eno- around enough as a personality that we I agree. should rank her. Well, and we did. She is now ranked at 55. All right. All right. So... So, 10 to 20. That's where we started this. Or 11 to 20. Chavo, JBL, Benoit, Road Dog, May Young, Bam Bam, Valentine... Bull Nakano, Sasha Banks, and Farouk. Okay. I'm satisfied with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. All right. Now, because I have here written down where people, what people talked about, do we want to just go through and as they come up in the emails, we'll do it? Or do you want to go to some of the things they talked about in their emails and jump around? I don't even know what you're saying. So you can make a decision and I will go with it. Let's go 21 to 30. 21, Mitsuharu Misawa. 22, Paul Orndorff, Molly Holly, Nikki Bella, King Kong Bundy, Gail Kim, Dolph Ziggler, Jacqueline, Natalia, Abyss. A lot of females in that group of ten. Mm. I don't know who Mitsuharu is. This is hard for me because I love Masawa despite the fact that he doesn't belong on this list for the same reasons that everyone else doesn't belong on this list. Like, how can you say you love him? When I was reading Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazines in the 90s, he was all the rage. I watched some of his stuff. Like, there was a WCW versus the World for PlayStation. Had a bunch of Japanese characters with different names. He was one I went to. He, like... So you're saying he was very important during your formative years. There were very special moments. <laughs> all I'm saying it's is, Sonny if you were going to make arguments for Sonny, then... Well, no, but Sonny's not a wrestler. Okay. Okay. And, and I'll say, I, I did not watch enough Masala matches 
to like I've watched a couple in hindsight on YouTube. Yeah. But I don't know that that counts. Mm. And this is the problem with our list, which is why I hope somebody who is more mm -hmm. Japanese savvy will make their own list. Right. But I think if we've taken some of the like the Great Muda wrestled in WCW a lot, and I watched all of it. I don't know who that is. I know they're in our top ten. I didn't bring it up, but I don't know who that is. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Mitsuharu Masawa is not super. I won't say he's super important in American wrestling because a lot of wrestlers were influenced by him. But for the purposes of our list, I feel like he probably should leave. Okay. Which moves Orned. Which moves Orndorff to number 21 and adds Dean Malenko to the top 30. Okay. I'm still happy with all that. After that, I'm happy with that ranking. Um, I, th I'm just, I mean, again, I'm just looking in the vicinity here. I like Abyss a whole lot. But Dean Malenko could probably be higher than Abyss. Should Abyss be higher than Brick Martell or Tajirai or Drew McIntyre? Is Abyss too high? Uh, no, and, and this is I mean, I, unless you're making an argument that he is, but I I, I think I know are I said we, are, we, are we literally just positions. talking about swapping? Those I, names. I think I think we should swap those names. Dean Malenko's real good. Okay, there we go. Malenko's twenty nine. Abyss is thirty. Are you happy with? Because this is really where we're where we're you know we're, 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 we are just getting into. Not Goldust. We're getting into a heavy concentration of women being on this list. You mentioned that before. Yeah. Uh, relatively speaking, should anyone be higher on this list? I mean, at the moment, who's the highest ranked female? Mae Young. And then... Bo Meccano and Sasha Banks. Molly Holly, Nikki Bella, Gail Kim, Jacqueline. Are we feeling still good about their placement on this list relative to... The top 10, top 20. The thing is, because I think the problem is, there are, there were about a hundred or so women. There are a thousand men. I know. So as long as we're continuing to put women on this list, they're going to show up more often until we eventually get all of the guys on there. I agree. So I think that's going to, right now, just in terms of numbers, it looks like there's a lot. Like there are five in that, those 10. But I really like Molly Holly. Is she too high on this list? 22? I personally don't think so. Okay. But. Okay. When we get to the next top, the next group of 10, there is a woman who I think is ranked too highly. All right. Well, maybe we should move on to the 30s then. All right. 31. Rick Martell. 32. Tajiri. 33. Drew McIntyre. 34. Emma. 35. Alexa Bliss. 36. Big E. 37. Arc Truth. 38. Maria Canellis. 39. Fandango. 40. Christy Hemme. Now, do you actually want to make the case that Christy Hemme should go down? Oh, she should go down. I actually had, like, like half a second before I said it, I was like, he's got... I'm just going with it. Just. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Christy Hemme is a weird one because you want to talk about not really being a wrestler. She, she wrestled. She wrestled yes. a lot. She wrestled in WWE. She wrestled in TNA. She wasn't much of a wrestler, though. No, but that was the era where you didn't need to be a wrestler. Correct. And then, you know, so again, looking at the accomplishments, the Diva Search, and, like, the emphasis that they did place on her, the Wrestle Silly connection with Eugene. Well, that, well that's it. The question becomes... I still do really like Christy Hemp. The question becomes... Do something like... We're going to get to Stacey Keebler. We're going to get to Tori Wilson. Not wrestlers. Right. Do they still belong on this list? I think so. Okay. Because, again, it's, it's about... Nobody brought that up in an email, so I'm yeah. not worried about it. No, I, think, I think that's all good. Um, but if we're talking about the 30s here, I'm not feeling so good about Emma. That's the name I was going to bring up. Yeah. She seems too high. Like, Alexa Bliss is 35. I also think Maria Canellis is ranked too high, if I'm being honest. But... I think I agree. So I would move both of them down. I think Emma belongs above Maria, and I'm happy moving Emma, even just dropping her 10 spots to 44. I mean, I'm looking at this list. Yeah, I think Emma, I think Emma could legit have a place in the 40s. I'm realizing. Like, I'm looking I'm like 44, Chris Sabin. That's what I'm saying. 
Like, I think if Emma were to slot in at 44, I'm even happy. I, I, I know we should, we should wait. I'm happy to replace Emma with, like, the great Sasuke is another one of those wrestlers that shouldn't be on this list because neither of us are I super. don't know who that is. So I'm happy just putting Emma at 45 and then getting rid of her up at 34. Mm, no, I, I I think Emma is better than Chris Saban. Okay, I don't know if that's a controversial opinion. Motor City Machine Guns. I never liked that guy. Ch- okay. What was that guy's name? <laughs> the Motor City Machine Guns. The other guy, Alex, Alex Shelley. Shelley. I never liked Alex Shelley. Yeah, point to the hand. Point to the hand. I I never liked him. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I liked Chris Saban a whole lot, but I don't know. Emma is again one of those people. Now, I, I, she's left the WWE. She's doing a lot of modeling pictures on her Instagram. She's she's wrestling the independents. Emma? Yeah. She's in Ring of Honor. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Part of the Women of Honor. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. As I was going to say, apparently I'm wrong. I was going to say, it doesn't seem like she's that interested in any serious... No. Nope. We dropped her from... Now she's at 43, which which feels to me better than... Okay. Maria Kanellis. I feel like she's got to go down a little bit. But then again, I personally... Christy, how many down this list? No, no, no. She belongs with you. So, um, let's see. Maria Canellis, I could legitimately see... Let's see. Not that we're comparing women, but Tori Wilson's at 57. I could see Tori Wilson being higher on this list than Maria Canellis. Yeah. Tessa Blanchard. Not the same. Maria Canellis is more famous. Has done more things. I mean, if we're talking about name recognition, done more things, the New Japan stuff that she did, she was involved with anyways. Like, I could see her being right around 59 on that list. I could see her above Tessa Blanchard. Because Tessa Blanchard, I, I know the name, but that's all I know about her. Yep. You know? Um, if her name was Tessa Johnson. Right. Exactly. So Maria Canales. And I think, I think maybe we were hopeful for Maria when we, when we made this list because... She was recently back in the WWE, connected with Mike Kanellis. We were hoping for great things. They have a great theme song. This is the greatest. The greatest theme song of the modern era. I've ever known. But I just, again, recently, well, I guess she got pregnant. I mean, She did. I mean, and I, 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 eventually they will be back, but it's been a long time that, they both, that he's been healthy and just waiting around. Yeah. So, all right. So, okay. so that changes things. So now that moves Billy Gunn and Brian Pillman. I'd like to point out, for the record, that not Jeremy made an impassioned case, but Che and Mitchell both made the arguments that Brian Pillman should go higher. I don't want to read their emails because we've already done that. It's done. But but based off of what they wrote, think they're happy with the new placement? Or they I think, think so. it should be higher? Let's see. Because uh, if they think it should be higher... We should probably read the email. Mitchell says 45. He's at 40. And Chase says 56. Okay. We've done right by both of them. We've done. Um, so, but, you know. You we, had us in the last episode star our truth at 36. Yeah. feel like that needs to be re- rethought. I think so. I think our truth should be lower on this list. He was an NWA champion. He has had some good comic success in the WWE. But he talk about, again, a guy who just is not on television. I, I just don't know where he fits in the company anymore. Mm-hmm. And he was teaming with Ty Dillinger on Main Event. That was the last time I saw his name. The team of R-Truth and Ty Dillinger Perfect on Main truth. Event. You turn him heels, there's something there. Yeah. But the Truthful 10? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I feel good about him being in the top third in the top forty. I mean but I mean I'm not saying he's gonna drop drastically. No, I think he's still in the top fifty. Yeah. But again. And I guess realistically I do still see him above someone like Chris Sabin. But not I would say not above Tito Santana or Brian Pillman. Agreed. So moving is he above or below Emma? Probably above. All right, so our truth moving to the forty-first spot. I don't want to do this, but I'm feeling bad staring at Christy Hemi's name too above Brian Pillman. We moving. Well, okay, Christy Hemi or Emma? What do you mean? Who would you rank higher? Who do you want on top, Christy? 
Um, but but realistically, like I have no I have no love necessarily for Tito Santana. So I could see her dropping two places, two forty, below Brian Pillman. I think I I think that would be fair. Okay, Brian Pillman is now thirty eight, and Billy Gunn's thirty seventh. Fandango, Billy Gunn. That's Big E, Fandango, Billy Gunn, Brian Pillman. That's a Survivor Series team. So there's one I other like person I want so, to talk yeah, so about. So Martel, Tajiri, McIntyre, Bliss, Big E, Fandango, Billy Gunn, Pillman, Hemi, Santana. That's the new 31 to 40. Who is it? Can we talk about Alexa Bliss? Because Higher or lower? Since the time that we ranked her, we were very high on her. I mean, not only did she win Money in, Money the, in the Bank, bank she, cashed, she it. cashed it in. Yeah. She's a five-time Raw Women's Champion. She is. She's had more title reigns, right, than Sasha Banks at this point. Yep. Um, now, I'm not necessarily saying that she's made quite as much history at the beginning of the revolution, or the first Hell in the Cell, all that stuff. Sasha still got that. But while it wasn't the first Money in the Bank match, I'm going to kind of, for the rest of time, remember that as the first Women's Money in the Bank match. Because James Ellsworth won the first Money in the Correct. Bank Correct. So, like, I feel like Alexa is proving... That she is an integral part of the WWE's women's division in a way that other wrestlers, I feel, are slipping out of relevance and she is moving into. Okay. Well, I, you make a compelling case. Would you put her above Dean Malenko? I mean, not in terms of pure talent, but in terms Dean of... Dean Malenko's never had moments like that. Right. Exactly. Would you put her above Gail Kim? Because Gail Kim, now we're starting to get into territory of somebody who's extremely talented. Yeah. But so is Dean Malenko. Yeah. I think so. I think Alexa Bliss... Is she in your top 20? Did she make it over Farouk already? I don't... Well... Because in between Gail Kim and Farouk <clears throat> is King Kong Bundy, Nikki Bella, Molly Holly, Paul Orndorff. She could be above Molly Holly, too. You, you brought up Molly Holly. Her biggest claim to fame is getting her head shaved on TV. Yeah. Uh-huh. And being Mighty Molly. I like Mighty Molly. Molly, what, Molly Holly might need to go down. What if... We what, swapped them. What if we swapped them? So, Alexa Bliss, now 22. Molly Holly, now 34. That puts Alexa Bliss above Nikki Bella. Right now, they're two next to each other, which I think makes sense. And puts Molly Holly below Natalia, which seems more correct. And in terms of the overall ranking of females, this is putting Alexa Bliss currently behind only Mae Young and Sasha Banks. And I, I have to say, that's not an unhealthy place to be. But I could hear arguments no. to if, put her above Sasha. Let's wait till the next yeah. reconciliation. I think so. See how that Let's plays wait out. another 15 episodes. That's got to be three years before we record 15 <coughs> more episodes of this show. Yeah, um, so. All right. All right. I agree. I'm happy then. So 41 to 50. Here we go. Well, just before oh we move God. on, just one last thing. Sure. Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Are you happy with him at 33? He's on the rise. He's a bit of a phoenix. He did his thing on the Indies. He's come back. See, I don't see him as a bit of a phoenix. Like, he's now the muscle for Dolph Ziggler, who's the Intercontinental Champion. Why Drew McIntyre is not the Intercontinental Champion is what I don't get. And I understand we're going to get a great Iron Man match. Ziggler-Rollins 30-minute Iron Man match. I'm looking forward to that. This is probably not a topic for this show. I'm looking forward to it as well. But on Raw, Ziggler... Wrestled 34 minutes. And Seth Rollins had a 34-minute match that had a single pinfall. Yeah. And you expect them now to have an Iron Man match with multiple pinfalls in 30 minutes? It doesn't make sense. No, it does I'm not. I'm still looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, now, I, I will say, Dolph Ziggler's 26th on this list. So he is proportionally behind the current Intercontinental Champion. But is it too high? Yes. Agreed. He should be below Brian Pillman. But above our truth Probably. We're just putting him right there at 39. Above Christy Hemme? No, definitely not above Christy Hemme. 40, Tito Santana? I could put him above... Mm, 
How do you, how do you feel? Forty one. How do you feel about Tito? I like Tito. Tito was great. He was he was he was. Is he better than Drew Neck? Drew McIntyre at 40. Brian Pillman now 37th. Holy crap. On this list. Just Pillman. All right. right. 41 to 50. How are we doing on time? We are at 40 minutes. Our truth Emma, Sabin, Tatanka, Magnum TA, Kota Ibushi, Haku, Minoru Suzuki, Mikey Whipwreck, Waylon Mercy. There is an email. I'm happy with that top 10 just on the face of it. I think that's what the problem is. As we get down here, we're just not going to care anymore. <laughs> we should have started at the bottom then. Um, um, do we want to read Brandon's email about yes, Wayland Mercy? I think so. It is quite possible you've already recorded the Reconciliation Show. False. <laughs> and if that's the case, maybe this can be saved for episode 30, which will probably air sometime in the year 2021. True. <laughs> As the list is long and the criteria for the rankings change on a minute-to-minute basis. Also true. It's tough to narrow down just exactly what needs to be adjusted, so I've settled on one. One man who is ranked extraordinarily high due to... Actually, I have no idea why this man is ranked so high. He is Dan Spivey. You may know him better as and have him listed as Waylon Mercy. Okay. When I heard his name brought up, I thought, oh, cool, I remember him. What an odd character he was. And I loved the nostalgic memory of the Cape Fear-based character that had a short very short and barely memorable run in the WWF. <laughs> Who wrote this? Brandon Banks. Fuck you, Brandon. <laughs> he says with all the love and affection in the world. Oh, holy! So God. I looked to see where I would properly place Mr. Mercy on the list because fifty-four is entirely too high. Fifty now. <laughs> So I started to scroll down. I scrolled, and I scrolled, and I scrolled. I finally came to the Horner line. I hate to steal some of Jeremy's thunder here, because I felt like this was a good place for Waylon, right behind Tim Horner, who is currently ranked 160. If you're thinking no way is a mere solid hand to be ranked higher than the cartoonish character that is beloved by the DDT hosts, let's compare the two warriors of combat by accomplishments. I believe that sometimes this is the part of the criteria of the ranking system. It is sometimes. Dan Spivey's wrestling accomplishments. One time, All Japan Pro Tag Champ. Two time, CWF Heavyweight Champion. Parentheses, quite the honor. Uh One time, UWF America's Champ. He was also ranked 43 in the PWI 500 in 92. To list the titles that Horner would take, would take too, or the Horner has, would take too long. So I'll just list the promotions or territories in which Horton held titles in. APW, GCW, the IIWA, Mid-Atlantic, NCW, SCW, Smoky Mountain, SSW, TMW, UACW, and the UW. Okay, now you're just making up acronyms. <laughs> so there you have it. And in closing, I feel like Mercy was ranked so well because of the excitement of remembering such a unique character in what was a short-lived WWE career. You forget that he wrestled in WWF at WrestleMania 2 in the Football Battle Royal, so bite me. <laughs> Please reconsider this ranking and place Dan Spivey where he deserves to be. Sorry for the long explanation to drop just one man in the rankings. Your bestie, the other Brandon, Brandon Banks. I will say... It's a well-written email. I think that Waylon Mercy's placement on the list benefited from the nostalgia rush of remembering remembering he existed. Correct. So that said... That said, we are the group that will fight you (laughs) over Mantar. But, 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 Mantar is 92 on this list. Oh, I agree. Waylon Mercy should go down. (laughs) Okay. But if you tell me again he belongs below the Horner line, I will slap you in the face, Brandon Banks. (laughs) Okay. Um, if you want, yeah, if we want to drop him down to below Killian Dane at 73. I'm, I'm going to be honest here, though. And this is this is how we get into our little traps, right? We, we just start looking at people in the vicinity. <laughs> I like Waylon Mercy more than I like Bob Orton. Well, isn't that a reflection of the fact that Bob Orton is right too high? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Because I like him more than I like Bobby Lashley. 
But you can't tell me that Waylon Mercy is better than Bob. Well, you can, and you might. Bobby Lashley also might be too high on this list. Well, yes, we gotta. The problem, we'll get there. We'll get we gotta there. get there. Okay, Waylon Mercy. Waylon Mercy. So you agree he should so, be lower? So I'm looking at Typhoon at 62. Push comes to shove. It's Typhoon. Yes, Dan Spivey was one half of the skyscrapers with Sid Vicious and I think the Undertaker in WCW, but Typhoon, Tugboat, yeah. So you're saying Waylon Mercy is above or below Typhoon? Below, above Chad Gable. Oh, above Joy Ryan. I'm I'm just saying we got to look below Typhoon. So I'm saying okay. we need to drop him to at least 63, if not lower, because then you're looking at Funaki at 68. Is Waylon Mercy number one? No. Is he better than number one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he a little dagger tattoo he on his did. Head. Oh, God. Okay, but he's not... He's, he's above Primo Cologne. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're, we're So somewhere between 72... Or 62 and 76. You know, maybe... Is Waylon Mercy better than Rosie? But see, why is Rosie ranked above, below Primo Cologne? Why did we, what, what business did we have putting Primo Cologne at 76? What were we thinking? Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to Primo Cologne. But, um... I would say he's in the top 75. Because again, I, th- I think mm. we're going to move other names around here. Right? <laughs> 76? Waylon Mercy? Below Shayna Baszler? She did hold the title. Waylon Mercy She's never did. All right. 76. Waylon Mercy at 76, which of course now means uh-huh. once I delete him at 50, he's actually 75. Of course. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, Brandon, for the email. So let's go back to where are we? 41 to 50? Yeah. R Truth, Emma, Sabin, Tatanka, Magnum TA, Kota Ibushi, Haku, Minoru. We just put Heidenreich in the top 50. Hell yeah, we did. <laughs> All right. I'm good. Um, okay. How are we on time? Can we do another 10? Oh, yeah. All right. 51, Fabulous Moolah. Dutch Mantel, 52. Bob Orton, 53. Tori Wilson, 54. Lashley, 55. Maria Kanellis has been bumped down to 56. Tessa Blanchard, Amazing Red, Jason Jordan, Stacy Keebler. Now, you had said Bob Orton should probably maybe drop, and we had said Bobby Lashley should probably drop. And I'm also going to make the suggestion that Jason Jordan drops. Just because of inactivity. And how, how in the world is he going to recover from a year-long absence and being Kurt Angle's son? Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Um, Bob Orton... Bob Orton's the one that I'm like, he could drop, but... He could stay. I, I Like, if we take Bobby Lashley out of there, like, he's better than Amazing Red. Yeah. He probably is better than Typhoon. I don't like him better than Typhoon, but... Yeah. I'm happy keeping him. Okay, let's leave him there for now. Lashley, however, he's got sisters, man. I got to imagine he wakes up every day and goes, why? Why did I come back? Now, granted, he's going to wrestle Roman Reigns. Maybe he wins and takes on Lesnar at SummerSlam. You don't know. Well, I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Bobby Lashley. What a... What a tragic story. He's got to stay above Apollo Crews, though, doesn't he? At 77? Yes, he does. It doesn't mean Apollo Crews can't drop. We're just dropping everybody. <laughs> um, Apollo Crews should not be above Mr. Kennedy and Rosie. I'm just going to say it. So. One at a time! Uh-huh. <clears throat> well, these are dependencies. So, let's see. Bobby Lashley. Lashley and Del Rio. Like, at this point. Knowing my personal feelings towards Alberto of the River, I'd still put him above Lashley at this point, wouldn't you? Yeah. I would probably put Funaki above Lashley. Well, no. That might be where I draw the line. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking too. Right there at 67. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bobby Lashley. 
slotting in in between Don Marie and Funaki. Perfect. So then Jason Jordan, does he go below Lashley? Isn't he now below Killian Dane? Who, Jason Jordan? Yeah. Like, if I think three years from now, where's Killian Dane going to be? Where's Jason Jordan going to be? Killian Dane's going to be high. And not only where is he going to be, but just based off of... And I know Killian Dane literally has been on television for, what, two weeks? Still. But, but you got to count his NXT stuff. His NXT stuff where he was the rising star. There will be a time where he fights sanity. American Alpha was really great. His NXT stuff. They were. And then he got to the main roster and... But yeah, both Jason Jordan and Chad Gable have fizzled. Chad Gable should be above Jason Jordan. I agree. So, if you want, if we want to talk... But again, should Jason Jordan be above Mike Kanellis? Probably. We're saying 71, below Dakota Kai? I watched a Dakota Kai-Bianca Belair match that I enjoyed far more than I expected to. I could put Jason Jordan below the Revival at 82. Okay. 83. Mm. Above Aja Kong. And once we delete him, he'll drop to 82. What's his name? Jason Jordan. <laughs> Couldn't remember who we were talking about. That's sad. No. All right. Do you still like The Amazing Red that much? He was not doing anything. I liked what I saw from The Amazing Red. He was... He was doing... He was doing Rey Mysterio stuff in ways that in some cases were better than True. So, I'm okay. happy with him there. Okay. Are we now? Do you want to put Typh- Do you want to swap Typhoon and Amazing Red? Sure. Because I love me some Typhoon. I will do that. <laughs> All right. That brings Joey Ryan up to sixty. It does. Joey Ryan. Too high on this list. So you're saying you want Chad Gable? Yeah. So where's Joey Ryan go? You are more familiar with the lollipop sucker than I am. Yeah. Does he go I, I down like with Candice LeRae? Well, and that's it. Candice LeRae actually should be higher than Joey Ryan at this point. I agree. I think Joey Ryan Does realistically he... could fall... Jeez, I'm looking right around that Primo Cologne era again. 75? Uh, you know, I'll even give Joey Ryan... Above Waylon Mercy? Yeah, I think so. I'll put him above Drago, actually. All right, 72. Are you happy with him above Shayna Baszler, though? Yes. Okay. Shayna Baszler was 200 and whatever. Ooh. Joey Ryan has to be higher than James Storm. That's he. Okay. So at one point, that's kind of where I was thinking, is he's right below Candice LeRae. Yeah. But it could be that James Storm is too high on this list. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That puts Chad Gable in the top 60. All right. I think, so, we, I think, we, should, I think we should call it there. Yes. I think so. So we've gone through this. So at this point, yes, we need three more reconciliation shows. Now, granted, we've gotten through most of the emails. We still need to talk about Che wants to talk about Piper Niven and Mitchell wants to talk about Mr. Kennedy. So we'll get there. Okay, that's good. But at the same time, as you said, I also think that we will accelerate the pace as we get to the lower ranks. All right. So we've now gone through the, the, the top 60 has been reconciled. Yes. We have heard from everyone. Some people will chime in a little more, but we have heard from everyone. I'm feeling good about this list. It's looking better than it did when we started. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And Chad Gable is the 60th greatest wrestler of all time. That's going to change. 